0: And welcome to LX2 Codependency Coaching, I'm Stella, and we are recording live on Instagram at Luna underscore X2 underscore LLC. Uh, I was sharing on the video that I have finished the writing on the book. It is done as of Wednesday the 31st at 3 p.m. It is titled and it is finished. And so... I'm incredibly proud of getting that done. But I, um, so after I left the office and I was just like, oh, I did a thing. Um, I was remembering like every other big thing that I had done. Uh, you know, certainly in 50 years, there have been some things. Um, and so when I got into graduate school, I celebrated that. When I uh, finished my first semester, uh, I, I was super excited about that. Uh, finished big classes. Um, you know, my daughter graduated high school. She went off to college. Um, when I opened my first private practice office, um, you know, all of these things, right? In the last ten years, there have certainly been bigger things and, and other things that have happened before now. Um, but but this is kind of a momentous occasion, and I felt very excited. Um, and I didn't know who I was going to like call or talk to first. Um, I did drive straight to O'Neill's on Central um, because that is the place that I've been celebrating big things since 2006. Um, and so that was really awesome. Um, trying to figure out like what to talk about on the podcast, uh, which is, it's kind of interesting. So two things. Um, no, I have a topic for today. And uh, I started a new workshop that I am writing and hopefully we will be co-presenting with uh, my accountability buddy and really good friend, uh, and so, um, I, I'm excited about that. So that'll be the next thing. We'll start writing it in July. Um, I do have a new, another workshop coming up for the codependency skills on the 17th here in Albuquerque. Uh, that is a Saturday at 10 AM here at Discovering Greatness, uh, downtown in Albuquerque. So that's also exciting. Um, yeah, I, I, I've uh, been thinking about this, um, Concept, right? And I've said it before on the podcast this idea of getting in the box. Um, And so part of what happens with our codependency is that we uh, either sacrifice parts of ourselves or cut off parts of ourselves or don't share parts of ourselves. And that is the idea of getting in the box, Um, you know, kind of packaging ourselves in a way that is digestible and, you know, um, acceptable for other people. Uh, So I was just on TikTok a few minutes ago. And I talked about living my authentic self, right? Uh, I call that my big self, my expanded, all of the parts of me, uh, loving them all at the same time. And I find a lot of confidence in living in my big self or my authentic self. And so when I, when I picture, I keep doing this with my hands, um, I recognize that like my big self, my most authentic part is truly connected with my higher self, my, the part that has kept me safe and has protected me my whole life. Um, And so when I live in that space of my whole, my big self, um, I am all of my parts, right? And, and with love and compassion and gratitude, I live in that space and I love that part of me. Um, when I'm here with you guys and I'm sharing this on the video or sharing it on the podcast, that's what you see is like my big self. And you can see the evolution. If you've watched the videos, uh, since I started doing, um, since I started doing lives for, uh, Alex too, uh, you can see her showing up and, um, and, and I love her. (laughs) I go back and I watch the videos, um, like right after I finish them. and, And I just really watch as a, as a viewer, Um, and then I, you know, listened to the podcast and I I did that before, before we did videos, I used to go and like, listen to the podcast the next day, used to record at night. Um, and I would just really like, I love listening to, you know, this, uh, this authentic, beautiful person who is talking about these things that they're very passionate about. Um, and so when I see my big self in that way, I love her. Like I, I really just do, uh, recently I was having a conversation, um, I was having, I had a rough day and a rough morning, and I was processing a lot of emotions. And um, one of the things about my big self is that I want to protect her. I want to keep her safe. And so that is another reason that, or probably the primary reason, that we have constructed the box. We have constructed this um, protection to keep ourselves safe, especially when we are in relationship with people that we want their approval or we want them to like us, or we need them, need them to love us. Um, we could, we create the box, right? We construct this perspective of who we are with these certain relationships. And so, you know, sometimes we have to get real small and we don't live in our, our big self. We have to get real small and we have to maybe not have our needs and not have our wants. And, maybe not have you know the connection that we want, so we get in the box um, and we do it to keep ourselves safe. So now that I am mostly living in my big self, the large majority of the time, uh, sometimes I am triggered to like get in the box or, or to be smaller, be a smaller version of myself. I think about um, the fact that like oftentimes uh, when I was younger or sometime before now, <laughs> I can be a lot, I can be very intense, uh, I have a loud voice. I, um, I say fuck a lot. Some people don't like that. Um, and and so I have reduced, you know, parts of myself to be more digestible. Um, and in certain relationships, for sure. Um, I was thinking about that this morning. So anyway, I was having this conversation. And, um, you know, I was wanting to keep myself safe and protect myself. And I was like, maybe I can just take my big self and and lock her away. And then I had a panic attack, <laughs> like full on hyperventilating, like having a difficult time existing uh, right after I said that. And so my big self was like, fuck, no, we're not doing that. Um, and so I was like, OK, okay all right. Uh, I was able to catch my breath and do a thing. I was actually on a walk and on the phone with someone and they were like, did you do you have some water? <laughs> I was like, Girl, I do three and a half miles a day. No water. Like, no. Um, but I, I was able to get it together. What I did recognize, though, is that it's much harder for me today to get in the box. It's much harder for me to cut off cut off parts of myself to um, exist in relationship with other people. That said, I have reduced my circle of humans that I allow access to me significantly because of that. Right. So it's it's kind of a catch too. So I've reduced the amount of in person connections that I have with humans, while also doing this, right? Being on video, recording my voice, uh, sharing all of these significant stories of like who I am and what I've gone through to identify my codependency and then work to heal and grow past it. Um, so I do both at the same time, which can be a little bit exhausting. Um, I've definitely shared before that, like on podcast days, I share these big, you know, surges of energy and then I am exhausted. Um, And so like I spend the rest of I'll spend the rest of today probably like eating carbs and relaxing with the dogs um, because that, you know, helps me to recharge in a way. I am definitely a lot more aware of my capacity now uh, for expending that amount of energy. And so I encourage clients and humans in general to start to become aware of interactions that uh, deplete them and and can be exhausting. I had a client years ago for a long time. And, uh, we talked about, she worked in an environment where she worked with her family in a family business and they had an expectation of like how she needed to look. So she had a, a uniform, legitimately had a uniform, but also had like a uniform of like how she would present herself. And we used to call that, uh, her Michelle suit. Uh, her name is not actually Michelle. That's the name we're using. Um, But she would have to put on the Michelle suit and and it's kind of like this Spanx effect. And I talk about that a lot with people with anxiety is that they have to, you know, compress all of the parts of themselves to be able to be in, you know, certain environments or relationships. Work is is one of them. Um, It's funny because my work, because I run my own stuff and I have clients and whatever, um, I actually show up as my big self. And uh, when I worked in other environments doing other things where I was not the boss, I definitely had to you know, contort myself into a version of me to be able to, uh, be successful or, or whatever it was. And so she would put on the shell suit and it got more and more uncomfortable, right? Because as we were doing this work of healing and growing, um, she was expanding. She was finding her, true way of showing up in the world. And she would find these opportunities, these spaces, these relationships where she could be her authentic self. And it got to the point where she did not want to put on the Michelle suit anymore, even though these relationships that she had really wanted to hold on to were so important. And what she recognized is that if she could not show up as her authentic self and she had to put on the Michelle suit, that it wasn't worth it anymore. And so when we do this work of codependency, we start to recognize where our authentic self can show up and how good it feels to feel big, to feel fully expanded in who we are and all of our parts can show up at the same time and that feels good. I use the the analogy or the metaphor of the box because when we are constricted, when we are you know, cutting off parts of ourselves or reducing our needs or holding ourselves back, it is constrictive. It feels uncomfortable. It can feel like a straitjacket. And, you know, the idea of getting into a box that doesn't fit us anymore, then becomes this like, strong urge to not want to do it, right? And so that's where we start to recognize that the relationships that we're in and the people that we are trying so hard to get that approval, validation, and love from, we don't necessarily need it. I'm not going to sacrifice all of the parts of me to get in the box. I'm not going to stop being authentically who I am just so that you'll like me. It takes time to get there and it feels uncomfortable because as we start to continue to to breathe life into those parts of ourselves, we don't want to hold back anymore. We don't want to hold our breath. I, you know, I said I had a panic attack. I couldn't take a whole breath thinking of of shoving her back down or putting her in a safe environment um, so that she couldn't be present. And especially because most of the time now I live in my big self. I, you know, walk around dressed how I want to dress. I say the things I want to say. I eat the things I want to eat. I, you know, take up a lot of space and I feel better that way. And the people that are receptive to that really love me showing up in most my most authentic um, my most authentic way. Um I had a conversation this morning with someone I had been friends with a long time ago and uh and they hadn't seen me in a long time because obviously I've been away. Um and he kept asking if I was okay and I was like, "Yeah, why?" Um, and he goes, I don't know, I feel like you may have gone on this trip and like you changed. And I said, I did. I I was supposed to. Like I went and and I had this trip and I fell more in love with myself, like with who I am and how I show up and the things I want to say. And and so it was really interesting because um he, he kept asking if I was all right. And I was like, Yeah, fucking great. Um, but it's interesting as we continue to do this work of like healing and accepting and acknowledging parts of ourselves that we have hidden away or tried to protect um you know people aren't aren't necessarily going to know how to to be accepting of that and that's okay you know as long as you are accepting of who you are and how you show up that's kind of the goal but when we when we think about the relationships that we've been in before and how our codependency has evolved and developed we start to recognize those parts of ourselves that we have shut away or uh, cut off or not breathed life into because they feel like too much. Or if we show up in our authentic selves, we might offend people, we might piss people off, but we might lose them. Like that's the fear, right? They won't like us and then they'll go away. And because if we've had abandonment before, that feels really terrifying. Like that feels really scary. I may lose this titled human. Um, and I don't want to do that. I don't want to not have them in my life. And so oftentimes I will ask clients, like, especially if it's a person with a title, we talked about, you know, family members with titles. Um, when was the last time they did that, that job, right? Specifically, like, like parents, right? Moms or dads or whatever. Um, you know, I don't want to, she's my mom. I have to do these things. When was the last time she mommed you? Like did mom things. And, you know, you really think about it and you're like, well, I'm a grown-up. I feed myself. I clothe myself. I pay my own bills. I comfort myself. I have people that I can go and talk to. I haven't gotten mom things from this person called my mom. So then we just give them a name, right? The name that they were born with, right? Uh, Claire, Clarissa, whatever her name is. (laughs) Um, Sally. Uh, Anyway, when you can do that, when you can take the step back and go, okay, this is just a human who's showing up in their human way and they're showing up in their authentic way. And I do or do not like that. And then I show up in my authentic way and it does not fit or it does. Then I can start to recognize, okay, this is where I end. That's where they begin. I don't have to work so hard to try to put on, you know, get in the box or put on the suit or be some other kind of way that isn't authentic to who I am. And so then I start to feel, I start to feel better. I start to feel like I can breathe. It can be a little bit scary for sure. You know, you think about, you know, big spaces and, you know, sometimes when we, when I stand next to the ocean or the sea, it feels so big and so vast, but I love that feeling. I love being able to stand on the shore, the tiny little being that I am in this big, big space. And I can, it can hold me, it can hold all of the parts of me. It's amazing. It feels incredible. Um, But it can also feel scary, right? There are lots of people who are like, freaked out or afraid of the ocean, because it feels so big. But then it also makes us feel small, and, you know, sometimes insignificant, next to these things. And so when we start to think about the relationships that we have in our lives, if we are making ourselves small because they are so big and my need for that approval is so big, that's also uncomfortable. We start to recognize that like I'm not going to get my needs met here. I don't feel safe sharing my ideas here. I don't want, you know, to to be my whole self or they might go away. What if they go away? That might not be the worst thing, right? And and that's not to say that, like, you know, in certain environments, we definitely do have to comport ourselves in a way that is digestible. Um, you know, we have to wear uniforms sometimes, we have to speak in a certain way sometimes, um, and we don't have to be there all the time. So it's the box is necessary. The boxes are necessary for some of us. We have multiple boxes and lots of definitions for who we are and how we show up. um, We are not just ever one thing. I mean, I can give you a list of all the titles that I have and am and show up in those spaces, um, but that's not all of who I am. If, If I were to give you the whole list, like that's all of who I am, but if I can just show up in my most authentic way, that's where I feel most comfortable, where I can access all of those parts of me and show up in that way and speak to those those things, right? A lot of times we get stuck or pigeonholed into one version of ourselves. Um, as I was writing the detachment chapter, I was talking about how sometimes in our relationships, we get stuck in like one version of who we are. And then we show up in these spaces or relationships with people that have known us for years, but they haven't known this most recent part of ourselves, right? So we have to reintroduce like, this is who I am. This is, you know, this is what I believe. This is what I think. This is what I eat. Uh, (laughs) And I don't like that thing that I used to like. Um, And so we have to reintroduce ourselves and that can feel really uncomfortable. So sometimes we feel like, I'll just get in the box. I'll just be, you know, 25 year old version of me because that feels safer than being all of me and who I am right now. But after a while, that starts to feel really uncomfortable. And so we have to start to recognize, like, I I am not just this one thing. I am not just this one aspect of who I am or how I have been in the past. I am all of this. And this bigger, kind of more expanded version of me, it might not fit for the relationships that we used to be in. And so as I start to love myself better and as I start to, really feed those good parts of me that I like myself then I don't necessarily need you to like me I don't necessarily need you to approve of me I don't necessarily need you to tell me how to do me I just have to be me and the more comfortable you get walking in that space the more you are able to say I I love me first like I'm going to choose me I'll give you an example um, after I drink some water. I think I mentioned before, and I've certainly mentioned it, you know, m- multiple times. When I got married, I um, I made that decision based on the series of circumstances that were going on at the time. Uh, but I had all these ideas of, like, what marriage was supposed to look like. And um, so for me, I really enjoy, like, patio drinks and happy hour and dancing, um, and spending time with my friends. And my ex-husband was not that guy. Um, and I guess I just didn't see it at the time. So I started to recognize, well, okay, I'm not going to be able to do that with him. We're not going to be able to do those things. And so I just started cutting off those parts myself. Not that I didn't do them, but I was not going to do them with him. Um, and that was hard. That was, uh, that was challenging. And it, it, Definitely took a toll on the relationship, but there were so many more things that I wasn't going to be able to get um, that it, it became uncomfortable. So I would start, I would do those things by myself. Like I, I would spend time with my friends, I would take myself dancing, I would, you know, um, I started traveling alone. Uh, and so the more that I started to do these things, the less I was like, one, willing to get in the box, and two, willing to like engage in the relationship. And it took years. Um, but that's, that's kind of how we think about it, right? So we talk about the Michelle suit. We talk about this idea of like, I'm not going to get those things and I'm not going to get those things and I'm not going to get those things. And so there have been recent opportunities for me to evaluate relationships and, um, and really recognize like all of these things that I really like about who I am and how I show up, I may not get in certain relationships, which is fine. But as I think about, you know, closing myself down, and getting in the box, and not being my whole self, that doesn't feel good to me anymore. It used to. I used to be able so easily contort myself into the smallest version of me and be whatever it is you need me to be. Um, I find myself sometimes now in certain dynamics thinking, well, what is the right answer? What is it you need me to say so that we can get past this conflict point, right? And so I want you to think about those relationship dynamics where you think what is the right answer or I'm going to be in trouble or I'm going to lose you know I'm going to lose this fight (laughs) I'm going to lose this conversation Um, those are the relationships where you need to evaluate am I showing up in my authentic way or am I showing up as a version of me so that they can stay in this relationship and that's something to consider our codependency has said I, I cannot be my full self, right? I really want you to like me. I really need your approval. I really need your buy-in to this conversation, this relationship, this dynamic so that we can get some things done. So I will contract myself. I will figure out what the right answer is and just, yeah, I want to get past this uncomfortable moment that is getting in the box, right? That is like, well, I'm not going to, and, and you, you're not going to get your needs met all the time, right? Unless you're meeting them yourself. Um, but you have the right to ask for them. You have the right to say, like, I really would like these things. Um, I need comfort right now. I need to just vent. I need um, to go for a drive or whatever it is. And, you know, in this relationship dynamic, I don't feel like I'm able to do that. I talk about parenting a lot, but sometimes when we're with littles, like, they don't understand. They don't know what your needs are. They're only dealing with their own. Um, but you do have to recognize that you have the right to have needs. You have the right to create space. You have the right to autonomy over your body. Um, and so it's going to be up to you to ask for that, to recognize, am I living in my authentic self? Am I being authentic to who I am and how I show up in the world? Or am I putting myself in the box? And some of us have, like I said, multiple boxes where people have expectations of who we are and how we show up. And your job is to manage how you're doing that right if you can live most authentically more consistently across the board you will feel much better i find a lot of confidence in living my authentic self in showing up and saying things the way i say them and you know wearing what i want to wear and talking how i talk and you know all of those things I feel better about me when I can do that. When I have to get in the box, less so, right? When I have to make myself small and not take up as much space, um, I feel safer, for sure. Uh, but I don't feel my, my best, right? And so all of us have different boxes. They're not all the same. And really, again, really recognizing the relationships in which you have to get in the box can be exhausting, to have to contort yourself and keep yourself safe, Uh, it can be claustrophobic. You know, I, like I said, had a full-on panic attack, could not breathe, thinking about taking my authentic self putting her in the box. And, you know, yes, I could keep her safe that way, but it's not the best for her expression of who she is and how she shows up. And so really recognizing that, like, there are going to be opportunities for you to recognize when you can show up as your authentic self and when you have to get in the box. And being in the box keeps you safe. It keeps the status quo. It keeps everything going the way it's supposed to for a time. And as you continue to expand and as you continue to embrace and accept with compassion, with patience, with love, all of the parts of yourself, seeing all of your parts at the same time, you're going to be less willing to get in the box. You're going to be less willing to change who you are so that you are more digestible and more acceptable for the people around you. It takes time. It's going to take practice. It's taken me years to get to this place where I just live in my authentic self. Um, And certainly as I've come back and had to start to rebuild you know, my, my career, you know, my practice, my, uh, you know, writing new workshops and finishing the book and all the things like it's taken me a lot more energy to be able to stay in my big self. That said, I really do still like it. Like it's, it's definitely a little bit more authentic when I was traveling. I could be that all the time because there were no expectations. I was I was watching a, a video on TikTok that was talking about like travel by yourself, go to these new environments where nobody knows you and nobody has any expectations, and then you can just be your big self. You can figure out, hey, I really like, you know, certain things. I <laughs> I really like sausage in Ireland. Like the meat there is just incredible. Uh, I really like the bread in Greece. Amazing, super, fantastic. I don't eat bread like I did like I did there. I don't eat that here. Um, I really like walking down and looking at the ocean and being able to just sit next to it and feel small and insignificant, but be my biggest self. Like those are the things. And nobody had any expectation of who I was because they didn't know who the fuck I was. was Like, oh, that's that girl doing the thing. Um, And I loved that, right? So being back here, I've had lots of boxes where people know versions of me and I... I didn't necessarily want to get in the box. I didn't necessarily want to be that version that they used to know because even though she's in here, it's not who I am all the time and who I am all the time is now this version of me. Right. And so I have to work to like ground and find that place where I can be in my biggest self, where I can be my best, most authentic version of me. Uh, I've had former clients come back and, you know, do coaching stuff with me and they comment a lot on oh, you look great, which I'm grateful for. Thank you. Um, but you know, my body is different. Uh, my face definitely looks different. Like I said, if you go back and watch the videos from before now, you can see that evolution and change. Um, you know, there, I have hung out with like former friends, friends that I have, you know, had in my life forever. Um, and I have to reintroduce like this version of me. And so they'll bring up old stuff and I'm like, I don't really do that anymore. Um, that's not really part of who I am. And I feel okay about that because, you know, if they don't like it. They don't like it. And that's okay. Um, You know, like that, like I said, that friend today who was like, are you okay? <laughs> are you all right? And I was like, yeah, I'm great. Like, I'm just this version of me. Um, And I've, I've been using that language a lot more uh, with people who have known me from before is like, this is, this is the most authentic, like, current version of who I am. Uh, I have a couple more minutes, and so I just wanted to let you know. Um, I do have a workshop coming up on the 17th. I am writing a new workshop. We'll start that, uh, start writing in July and hopefully launch it in August. Um, and, you know, I'm definitely seeing clients. Um, I did also want to say that uh, LX2 Codependency Coaching is the number three uh, top codependency podcast. Um, I found that out and I got a, I got an email today, which is really exciting. Like, you know, it's, it's awesome to be able to, um, share this information with you and talk about these things. Um, again, shout out to North Carolina. Thank you so much for listening to, Alex uh, LX2, um, hit a lot of uh, new States and different States, um, in the last couple of weeks. Um, and so it, I'm, I'm being my most authentic self out here in the world. Uh, and then, you know, in person, much smaller, uh, not always, but I do want to challenge you to find your authentic self, to find your authentic voice and live your big expanded self. It feels really good. Not at first, but if you can do it more consistently, you will recognize that you can't get back in the Michelle suit. You can't, you know, put yourself in the box. The idea of getting in the box feels really uncomfortable. So there's your nugget for today. I will be back in a week. New topic, all the things. Um, Posting some more content on the website. I'm on TikTok. Uh, It's putting stuff on Facebook. I'm all over the place in a very like, you know, authentic way. Uh, Even though it's uncomfortable, it's not my favorite, but I'm doing it. Uh, Thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for watching. I'll be back in a week. Take care. Okay, we are ending the video on Instagram and we are ending the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to reach out, it's lx2.cod.coach at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and uh, on the website at luna-x2-llc.com. I will talk to you soon.